When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Heroes of the Horn is brought to you by Laura Lynn of the White Aja. She considers the questions of truth with implacable logic. Welcome to Heroes of the Horn, a Wheel of Time podcast. I am Sir Matt. And I am Sir Ezra. Welcome to our Wheel of Time book club. The horn has sounded, and we have answered the call. Today we are covering The Great Hunt, chapters 11 through 19. Yeah, as things are picking up, we're doing some traveling. Yeah. Uh, Everybody's kind of traveling to their new... Um, it seems like what the story arc will be for the remainder of the book, right? Rand is, we have Rand and the, and, and one of my new favorite characters, Huron, the sniffer, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's yeah. super cool. Uh, is out there sniffing. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, he's, and so, uh, we're traveling, we're, we're chasing down, put on Fane. We get some insight on him. Uh, you know, we, he, he took off with the, with the horn of Valir last time. Yeah. Uh, and then Nynaeve and Egwene get some training with, uh, you know, on their they're on their way to Tarvalin to, to train to become Aes Sedai. They get some training. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool where we're where we're going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's awesome. And, I, and I, we were talking before we started. This is really, as we say, a lot of traveling, a lot of moving. Um, and along the way, we're learning about the different characters in each of our you know bands. Right. So you've got the Aes Sedai moving and you've got. Uh, the Shannaran kind of doing their thing, and we're going to learn about each of those and what they're scared of, what they're into, what they're looking for, um, more about their cultures, all that kind of stuff. So it's it's really just learning those types of things. Uh, it can be a little bit of a this is I guess the only point I think this is one of the only points in the story where it starts to be kind of like okay we had a real big awesome intro and then boom let's take it down let's slow it down we're on even though we're on this this hunt. And some people may disagree with me. They may this part may just take off for some people. Um, and there are certain chapters that definitely have some hype and some real intense moments. Uh, but again, overall, yeah, we're just we're moving uh, to a certain point where uh, the last chapter that we we're going to cover today is pretty cool, pretty pretty awesome. We finally get some success, and and we seem like uh, it, it's just ebb and flow. You know, it's back and forth. We <laughs> we're, we're up on in, in one chapter, then we're down in the next, and and so on. So. Uh, it'll be pretty cool. But hey, uh, before we get to all of that, how you doing, buddy? How's it going? 
Man, I'm good. Hanging in there. Uh, doing okay. Doing my social distancing. Not really going out much. Uh, I think I'm actually canceling. I'm supposed to come back to Ohio next week. I think I'm probably just going to cancel that. Yeah. Um. You know, just I'm more worried, not worried about me spreading the virus, but more so worried about me getting it. I've been pretty much yeah. inside for the past month. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, so, you know, I mean, so probably just probably just do that. But other than that, just... Uh, just hanging out, really, you know, doing yeah. a lot of reading, doing a lot of working out at home, not working right now. Um, yeah. So just a nice. lot of content creation across the board. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, you know, that's actually a good time, I think, for us to mention that, uh, you know, if you only listen to our Wheel of Time podcast, uh, Heroes of the Horn, we do several other podcasts that um, we're interested in. So if you're interested in Star Wars, we do Hyperspace Hangout. Uh, if you're interested in Lord of the Rings, um, Up Talking Tolkien is something I do with my buddy Lane. If you're interested in video games, we got Box Trick with Matt. Uh, we've got Game of Thrones content. So there's a lot. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it's some fu- it's uh, fun stuff. And they're all fandoms that we're really uh, ex- excited about and we've been reading about or, you know, studying for years. So um, it's it's a lot of fun. But yeah, yeah, th- we're definitely keeping busy with that. And it's been uh, it's been productive, at least, if anything, because it's tough, you know. I mean, going to I, I went to the store the other day for my dad just to kind of get some stuff, and uh, wow, it was it's just different. It's just so different, and uh, it's gonna take some time to get used to. So we hope everyone's staying safe and and doing well. Um, I mean, I was supposed to be in Jordan Con and in these different cons I was planning on going to here in April, you know, definitely not happening anymore. So uh, that it, the month of April has been very strange for me. We had one um, in Mount Sterling, Ohio, we were going to go to. And then Jordan Con, I think, was supposed to be either this weekend or it was last weekend. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, things have just been topsy turvy. So. I know, man. I know. Yeah. I mean, we were supposed to have a. Uh... Our Game of Thrones, po- our game—that's the whole reason I was coming back next was for next weekend our um, Ice and Fire Con. Yeah, canceled. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, so yeah, so here we are in in trying to adjust all of this, and we uh, like I said, we hope you guys are doing well. And if you are sitting there and um, and and you would like, uh, I want to throw something out here to our listeners. Feel free to send me either a message on uh, Twitter, if you want, like a direct message uh, at Wamprat underscore 2M. Um, I think we have our Twitter handles down in the, in the um, down below. Or you can go to um, the Horn of Valir. You can send me just a message there. I'm looking for some spoiler level of, like, uh, uh, Twitter polls. And again, uh, Sir Matt will not be seeing these, okay? Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, I kind of am trying to take it up a notch in our, our, our Twitter, and I found I, I, I just want to see if some, some folks have some pretty interesting, you know, poll ideas just for fun, you know, maybe once a week or something. So if you have something that you think would be kind of clever, let me know. Be more than willing to kind of mention you in that in that tweet, and thank you for the poll, you know, idea or subject. But I thought that'd be kind of just kind of cool. It's a big series. Um, I know we've reached out to your brother. Um, and, and mm-hmm. he kind of helps us with, with content as well. So yeah, anybody who wants to send us a couple poll ideas, I think would be really cool. Now the ones that I create, um, on Patreon are, are simply just, they're not spoiler. So they're really just about what we were talking about here inside the group and, and covering in the most recent batch of chapters, uh, essentially. So, so yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. So send me a message and, and I'd love to kind of get that going. And if you're not following us on Twitter, you should be the Horn of Valir. Make sure you're there. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't follow it on Twitter because I don't want to see the spoilers. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, it is. But you should. Oh, it's it's actually crazy because because it's funny. Like uh, the the characters. If anyone goes to Twitter and you look at who who I am following on there and the whole Twitter of time and when this whole thing started, there are so many people, and I can't help it actually, but to retweet some funny memes. And, and to retweet uh, like these quotes and the people who comment on our podcast, by the way. So, Sir Matt, we, we, you know, we post the generic sort of new podcast episode is up. They go on there and like, oh, sweet, cool. Well, their names, the names of these individuals are characters who you have not <laughs> come across yet. Right. And I'm sitting there uh, going, yeah, I, I, yeah, oh, exactly, shoot. man, I can't, uh, and, I, can't and I can't do it. Yeah, and so and what's what I like about Wheel of Time is they're really cool names. You know, like he comes up with really, I mean, I think Randall Thor is a great name, you know. Uh, Perrin is a cool name, uh, so, so I really like Robert Jordan's just the creation of names, where how he how he derives those. And so, anyways, later on, I mean, some of their names are really cool, and they're and they're badass. And I know that the temptation would be there to go look who's that, you know. And some of them even have like um like their profile picture looks like that character, and it's like oh boy, you know, we don't need that guy showing up yet. Uh, but so that's that's been kind of fun, and that's that's where. That's where I guess I, I get a chance to have a little bit of fun, just just spoiler wise, looking at those. And uh, there, I've been saving some of these memes for when Sir Matt gets to certain points because they're hysterical <laughs> they, and they make total sense. But anyways, I uh, just wanted to throw it out there for folks to go go have some fun on on Twitter and get involved in in in, in all of that. It's been been a lot of fun there. So. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, man. Well, uh, there's not really any show news because uh, yeah, everything shut everything shut down. Uh, yeah, so, I know. So, I, I haven't yeah. heard any rumblings or, or you know anything. I don't know if they, you know, because we were speculating like, was there going to be a trailer later this? Like, were they intending to release a trailer um, at Comic Con this summer? Do they have even enough to do that if they wanted to? You know, all those right. things we were thinking about because. There were sets built, like they're working on stuff. It's just, it's it's crazy. So, I don't know. But yeah, as as we get updates, or you know, we've we've said in the past, if you guys get updates on the show, let us know. We we'd love to kind of talk about it. Uh, and again, if anybody's working for the show and you want to be an inside source, come on now. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> we'll, we, we'll we'll take it. <laughs> Sound the horn, you know. Oh, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, all right, cool. So then, I guess what we need to do, my friend, uh, we're we're gonna kind of jump into the the chapters this week um we are going to to cover more of the patreon stuff in our extended edition so uh been kind of a crazy day for me and and actually a crazy week and we wanted to make sure we got this episode you know uh done and and things so uh it's gonna be a little bit different i think we're gonna go almost chapter by chapter and really just sort of talk Mm -hmm. about what happened some major takeaways from those chapters And, and this we've said in the past this format may change just a little bit uh, as as we go week to week, but really, what I'd like to hear uh, from Matt is just off the cuff. You know what what happened in these batch of how I many we got one, two, three, four, five, oh six, my nine God, chapters. man, yeah, yeah, our <laughs> too two long our did. too long too long yeah. didn't read section. Um, wh- where to begin? So, you know, our story begins now. We're everyone's out traveling, right? We've all we've all left. We've all left. We're all going on our own separate ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nynaeve and Egwene are being trained, right? We learned yeah. a little bit about Nynaeve, that she is a, oh, God, what's the what's the term? Wilder. For? Yeah. A wilder. Yes, yeah. Nynaeve is a wilder. Um, and then the woman trading, training her uh, starts with a V. Uh, oh, Varen. Pol- yeah. Varen. Yeah. yeah. Varen. Um, she, I, th- I think she's hilarious, right? When she's, she's training them and... Uh, yeah, she has this yeah. kind of thing of like, well, you know, if you, you know, if you 
want to take a break, then perhaps you could go do some chores. Oh, you want to continue? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, great. Yeah. I mean, uh, so she, yeah, she's great. Um, yeah. And then, my God, towards the end, Rand mm-hmm. and uh, Celine. Jesus. Yeah, gee, uh, right. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you think Lan and Nynaeve's tension is bad. Oh, my God. Right, right. Yeah, what's Celine, going on? I was, I was like, Celine is coming on to Rand hard and it was like all caps like when i texted <laughs> when i texted you're like oh yeah man that's definitely a thing yeah 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 cool yeah so uh lots of good stuff today so we, we will kind of go chapter by chapter here let me just read through um these various chapters so in in chapter 11 we've got inktar uh and rand uh who basically becomes second in command we've got perrin who is reasoning out that rand can channel uh, we've also gotten that in chapter 12 Egwene and Nynaeve as you said they've set up for Tarvalon they're learning some some lessons along the way uh, Rand and Huron they are with Loyal by the way are transported to another world uh, we'll talk about portal stones here later in Huron's absence Perrin uses his um, his well I guess his his senses right his extra senses his uh, his wolf vision and and uh, and sniffer Interesting that we had, mm-hmm. a sn- we had we have two different types of sniffers. Uh, so then in chapter 15, Rand follows the trail of dark friends um, and has a dream with our good friend Balsamon, right? Well, I shouldn't have said it that way. But um, Rand and company encounter Selene, right? That happens in chapter 16, chapter 17. Uh, at Selene's urging, they are able to avoid this monster in this, in this other world and uh, use the portal stones. And then Egwene, back to them, Egwene and Nynaeve, more lessons again before arriving in Tarvalon. And then in chapter 19, where we leave you today, Rand takes back the Horn of Valir. Let's go. Let's go. go. <laughs> so, all right, let's get after this. So we're just going to kind of jump in here. Uh, chapter 11. So this was Glimmers of the Pattern. And he- here's my thing. I've said it before. I love Inktar. I think he's great. You know, and I, people can disagree with me, okay? But I like him a lot, and and I kind of can't wait to talk about him in full. I'm just going to keep saying it, and when we get to the end of this book, I'll explain why. But uh, he's he's pretty cool, and so, yeah, we're, we're realizing that, like, Lord Algamar, when they left, man, this is, again, how Robert Jordan writes sometimes. We didn't know, leaving, that there was some secret conversation between maybe the Amarillan seat and Moraine and Lord Algamar. Uh, and instructions that were given to Inktar. By the way, Inktar is carrying this package, special package for Rand that he can't even give to him till later. So that kind of stuff happens all the time, right? You, you like, we, we, it's a great device used by the author, which is, I'm going to hold this bit of information back. You know, you don't know where Moraine is, and she's doing something. And so you're always kind of wondering what's going on over there. And he, he he's able to kind of weave in these different elements, you know? So, like as you're reading this, Sir Matt, you're starting to think in this in this verse uh, chapter here, chapter eleven, that like when Rand gets this package from Inktar, which is the banner, you know, I mean it's it's kind of a big deal. We know it's a big deal, and we know that that's sort of a good God. If if Inktar would have opened that, or if the other people, if they knew about it, like look what the look at the reaction you get from Matt and Perrin. I mean, gee, what, Rand, what are you doing with that? You know, it's almost just like a. It's like a live grenade, like holy cow, dude! So I thought that was pretty, pretty interesting, just to kind of think about and how, um, how, how, how we we start with that, and and Rand is just in this, in this pickle. And then what did you think about you know how Perrin and and Matt yeah reacted yeah, pa- to that? 
Well, Perrin and Matt, and especially Matt, I mean, Perrin literally tells Matt to shut up like three or four times. I mean, just like, <laughs> shut up, Matt, shut up. Y- yep. You know, I mean, Matt comes over and it's almost like, you know, so, you know, you know, you know, when people just really, it's almost like watching Facebook sometimes, right? Where people are just really blowing stuff out of proportion. And, you know, Matt comes over. I mean, geez, he's got a banner now. I mean, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, what are yeah. we doing here? Like, I mean, oh my God, you know, like Blood Nash is Rand. I mean, come on. Yep. Like, yep. you know, God, yep. what is he, a false drag? I mean, he's just like freak. It's like, dude, <laughs> calm down, man. Oh, like, man. Yeah, it's it's almost like you have your buddy at, at high school, right? Who one day, um, you know, he was, yeah, he's. He's dressed like me. We're normal guys. We're doing whatever. And next day he shows up and he has gone through a change. I mean, he's yeah. wearing different clothes. You know, he's dyed his hair um, and, and different things because, you know, they, they, they make a reference to well, look at the clothes you're wearing now. I mean, apparently you're some lord uh, to these mm-hmm. people. And he keeps saying, I'm a shepherd, you know, but no one believes him. I mean, it's 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 kind of fascinating, actually, that that just the way he walks and the way he carries himself and. And there is something weird. You know, what's been odd all along is to have your mates. Number one, he's in odd company. You know, he's an odd company with Loyal and Ogier. He's got uh, some of these women who can channel. The Omerlin seat shows up there right after all this stuff goes down. These Shinarans are basically, they know something's up. And they're not believing a word that Rand says. They've already made up their mind that he's important. They don't know how or why, but to them, he must be a lord. So they get that he's significant. They just don't really know what word to put on it. So it's he's a lord. He's a lordling. Right. That, you right. know, he's supposed to supposedly he's from the two rivers, but he looks like an Aielman. You know, he looks like mm-hmm. an Aiel. And so there's that. But yeah, you're right. I mean, Matt's Matt's freaking out. Like, what is you know? his friend is changing in front of his eyes and it at least does sort of let them know. I think Perrin kind of gets his first as to why Rand did what he did back um, in Faldara, right? Where it, when he kind of tells him off, remember that? Right. Yeah. He's doing, yeah, he's doing it to protect him. I mean, yes. that's his, and that's what he says. He says, you know, I was trying to get rid of you guys. I mean, you know, cause he doesn't know what he's going to do yet. He just knows he doesn't want it. Right. He yes. doesn't want to be a puppet and he's, he's getting upset. Right. He's like, you know, Moraine, giving me this you know it's still even so far away she has her hand and everything right right. i mean yep yep yeah i that he's the idea is is that by giving him this freedom as i said i think it was i think it was the last time getting him close to that door so i can push him through you know he's not going to do it on his own so i'll wait till he's nearby and then we're good um if he feels me pushing him that way he's gonna he'll know the in the direction i want him to go and he'll never head that way so it has to be on his own, blind, doing, letting the pattern uh, kind of, or the wheel, whatever, you know, guide him in that direction. Now, I mean, his friends are sort of like, why are you still here? I mean, like, wouldn't you run? Wouldn't you go away? And, yeah. and they're surprised that he is actually stuck around because of the dagger, and he's thinking about Matt. And that really lands with Matt. I think he's like, wow, okay, my friend is here He's risking some, you know, d- different things. He's risking being captured by Aes Sedai, you know, who, who, you know, because that's something Perrin brings up, you know, not not every Aes Sedai is going to be like Moraine. Some of them may, uh, or, or, or even some of the Shannarans may call for the White Tower to come get him. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's just the position that, they're all in right now we're in an odd way right i mean you could almost argue that they all need each other yeah right now yes i mean regardless of the fact that you know ran 
could go off and go do his own thing. Matt's they all need each other. They, mm-hmm. And that's they all need to get through this together. And I think they're I think they're realizing that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that in some odd way, they 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 feel drawn to one another and they feel like they need to support each other and help each other. And uh, and it, I don't think this is this is a, any spoiler uh, detail, but you could probably tell these three characters are going to be close throughout this series, you know, being good friends from the two rivers and their Taviran. I mean, you know, so we're going to see a lot of things like this moving forward. But but um, but yeah, at least now they kind of understand and it, it actually feels good to me, the reader, when I read this, because, man, I did not like I did not like Rand yelling at Loyal, you know, and Matt right. and Perrin. I'm like, oh, come on. If you guys only knew, you know, and Egwene does know. And that's that's sort of the oh, that, that just sucks. And you can totally see that in the show where, where they're going to do something like that. And there's going to be this divide and and you're sitting there rooting for Rand like, guys, you don't know. You don't know what he's going through. And then uh, so then that's that's cool. Made me kind of feel good to have this this resolved between them um but yeah they're nervous they're they're definitely nervous about this and and i'll say this i'm only going to say this and i'm going to be careful how 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 i word this but it's very interesting that moraine doesn't just you know she had to Tell figure out what to do yeah that and also like the pack you know giving him the banner it's interesting how she went about it and how she makes sure that He's far enough away from Moraine and anyone else where he can't stash it or hide it anywhere. He has to keep it on him. He has to keep it on himself. Like so, he's a guy who, if he's found and you go through his pack and all this stuff, I mean, he's got this banner that is proclaiming he's the Dragon Reborn. So, you know, she she finessed that in giving it to Inktar, and I just think it's pretty fascinating that that she that she had that plan and maybe there's protections and you know that's a pretty big artifact to send off with just anybody. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely! So, it's a big deal. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a, it's like the biggest of deal. I mean, at the, yeah, it, to be, I mean, to be entirely honest, it's not like she, it's not like she just gave him, you know, a blanket or something. I mean, she no. gives him a banner, a banner of the dragon. Yeah, 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 yeah. One from like the Age of Legends. I mean, like it's, it's, it's a big deal, and it, and it will be the thing that when people see that they will rally around. But it's also the thing that could draw a lot of really bad attention from white cloaks and from. I said die really powerful groups. I mean, maybe the small folk might, you know, flock to it or people who would want to, you know, swear themselves to the dragon. But yeah, that's, uh, you know, something else. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So the second part of this chapter is put on Fane's point of view, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He's a, he's a little bit, uh, he's a little bit to the South and put on Fane's having these kind of these thoughts, right? You know, he's thinking about how, you know, he was a dark friend and how it's Balsamon that summoned him. Uh, things are a little bit different than now, though. Right. I mean, yeah. he's got the he's got the dagger and he can tell, you know, like, uh, you know, it's, it's like, you know, how how what it did to Matt. Right. And how Matt's kind of like almost like addicted to this drag the dagger. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. And, and actually, you go back, look at uh, Pot on Fane's. You know, um, just just how he was in prison back in Faldara, and one of the polls I had for Patreon was actually, you know, would you go visit him in prison? And then when you do go visit him in prison, he's changing. I mean, there's some there's some crazy stuff going on there. Like he's, uh, you know, he's he's done some stuff to to basically change. I mean, where, where once like a Fade or a Murdral could order him around and tell him to do stuff, whether it's the dagger or whether it's going through. Shadar Logoth or whatever, he he definitely is is upgraded in some way, and is is not a good dude, and is is a dangerous dangerous dude. So mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's that. I mean, he keeps thinking about. So yeah, he tells like, uh, gosh, they they come across this village, right? And they're it's death. I mean, Huron, by the way, the sniffer is smelling out death. Who's and, great, by the way? Oh Huron, God, Huron, yeah. Huron's a great new character to the yes. to the cast. Yes, he he is he is awesome. I mean, he is. He's great. And so, yeah, he's smelling um, death and destruction along the way. And Pot on Fane gives him plenty of that to to sniff out. Um, they end up piling up some bodies and stuff, you know, for for our friends to find type of thing. So so that's definitely not good. So, yeah, that, that part's a little scary. We just kind of get some inside. Um, we get some thoughts from Pot on Fane where he's thinking about Rand and uh, and how we'll dance on Toman head and I'll be free of you. Um, and he's thinking about where he's going to, how he's going to interact with each of these boys and what he's going to, what, what ultimately this is, this is headed to some showdown. So yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So next, uh, we were at chapter 12, which is flame of Tarval. And this is the, uh, well, it's Egwene's point of view, but it's, it's a and Nynaeve starting to learn right some of uh some of like the Tarvalans uh teaching right but then Egwene also has this dream right yeah you know and uh, she's explaining it you know first there'd been a man with a mask over his face and fire in place of his eyes despite the mask she had thought she was uh he was surprised to see her his look had frightened her till she thought her bones would break from shivering but suddenly he vanished and she saw Rand sleeping on the ground wrapped in a cloak a woman had been standing over him looking down her face was in a shadow but her eyes seemed to shine like the moon and Egwene had known she was evil then there was a flash of light and they were gone both of them <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah man that's that's a cool part i mean this is where we get into i mean the whole first book right we have all these experiences in dreams and what mm-hmm. do dreams mean? And, and I think actually, you know, Robert Jordan, this is very interesting. When you start to think about dream interpretation, you look at whether it's the Bible or any other faith or religion, and they look at dreams and how you interpret them. What do they mean? What do they signify? People who have dreamed about things to come and people who, who have dreamed about things from long ago. Um, you know, sometimes people have deja vu in, in, in their dreams. So it's, it, there's really something, something to this and we're going to explore it more and it's going to be interesting to pay attention to because there is a world, there is literally a dream world, right? I mean, it's, it's like these guys keep kind of being sucked into these, these dreams. I mean, there's, there's wolf dreams, which Perrin has already talked about. Um, all three boys were, you know, uh, greeted or met by Balsamon. He tried to turn them. Um, weird things happen where, where like what happens in their dream seems to kind of carry over like hurts and pains or tension and stuff like that. So that's weird. But yeah, you're right. She sees, she sees someone who's, who's looking, who's watching Rand and she knows she's not good. She knows she's evil. So yeah, that's interesting. And it, it, what I think is really cool. You point out a really, that's a really good point when she comes across that figure, right. With the, with the mask or with the, you know, flames and stuff. Like that individual, that person, I think we know who that is, is mm-hmm. is uh, shocked that she's there. Surprised. Surprised. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. That's the first indication that something's up. You know, this is this could be a game changer, maybe a, something special about Egwene. And I, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. So Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So the rest of the chapter, right, we've got, um, you know, uh, they're just they're on the, they're traveling, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, yeah, they're they're traveling. They rest a little bit. They talk. They talk a little bit about you know that Egwene and Nynaeve have both 
channeled, right? You know, Nynaeve admits yes. that she's that she's channeled, even though she's kind of a, a novice, right? Um, and so they, you know, they try. That's where the, the, then they both try to embrace uh, Sidar by using that flower, right? Uh, yes, you know, they as, do. As, yeah, as, they as kind of focus. imagine it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. it's. You are the bud. You and the bud are one. Yes, exactly, exactly. And it's sort of. Um, it's almost like, you know, we saw Rand going through his forms and you think about a lot of times he's talking about the void and cha- and almost like the, the flame. flame. Of the void. Yeah. And, and so you are imagining those different types of things that are going on in the mind. And it's almost like a, a way of meditation and, and to open yourself up to, uh, well, for the girls. So it's it's um, Sayadar. Right. And so they're they're working on that. And, yeah, as you say, Varen is there, uh, you know, teaching them and um, it's. Nynaeve is very powerful, but her abilities, I mean, a lot of what is going on with her, she she's, as they say, like a wilder, right? She's someone who um, has learned to to channel kind of on her own and, and, has, and can touch the source and, and different things. But it seems like th- there's a certain way in which she does channel that is real specific to her. I mean, it's just sort of like almost bad habits that have been learned. And... If there was someone there to teach her in the beginning, you know, you could, it, it's it's going to be easier, better, whatever. Like, Nynaeve has a lot of potential, but because she had no one to train her, she has to undo a lot of her habits um, and different things. And you, and you actually notice that in the whole first book when you go back and look, the way she tugs on her braid, um, mm-hmm. the way that she reacts and talks to people. Um, is she in control, out of control? Is she, you know, getting angry, flashes of anger and stuff? So... Yeah, I like when yeah, yeah Varen Varen describes it as um like being able to run, right? Almost like learning how to run before you learn how to walk. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And okay, well, you've been okay the, a couple times, but if you keep doing this eventually you're going to fall and it's going to hurt. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and and we and we learn too, uh yeah, along those same lines that if you, Varen tells them if you draw too much of this power, you, you that you can destroy yourself. That you that you can really um, be consumed by it, so you, you need to be careful about how much you you draw in. And and they do say that they they warn the girls that it's you need to learn control because once you start to learn how to touch um, the source, right, you, you're going to want more and more and more of it. It can almost become kind of addicting, and it is life. It is um, something that uh, once you have it, you you can't imagine life without it. You know, it's 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 necessary to them. So. Um, but yeah, um, you have a couple, it's kind of cool. You get introduced to a couple of different Aes Sedai there. Um, you have Alvieran who shows up, which is, which is pretty neat, who comes in there and trains them a little bit. Um, you've got Alana Sedai showing, showing up, who's, who's a green, uh, uh, Leandrin Sedai, um, who goes on and on and wants to know more about the boys. She's very much interested Mm -hmm. in, in them and, and she's, she's, she's a red. Uh, so she's, makes sense that why she would be so interested there. But uh, yeah, yeah. So that's really just a big teaching session, and we're learning more about the different ajas and right. and Var- and I gotta say, yeah. Varen, Varen uh, is definitely. I really am starting to like her more and more. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's cool. I and so she's of the brown aja, right? And the the Browns are very much into their books and knowledge and histories and and this you know understanding. They want to understand every little detail, and so. In the first few chapters, you know, when she's there uh, with Egwene um, and Suan, who's the, who's the Amarlin seat, like, she, 
it, it, just pay attention to Varen because like you know some, actually I think it does happen in these in these batch chapters where she seems to drift off or get caught up in the details just a little bit too much and it's just her mind wandering and thinking she's so curious and interested almost like a scientist um, who's you know in, interested in, in all these different things you know what she reminds me of um, what is the professor oh my god in in here um, the Hufflepuff McGonagall no no oh no. Uh, god. Uh, you know what I'm talking the, about she's herbology she, it's the yeah, the herbology professor. Let me look it up. People are probably going to be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I can't. But she reminds me of, of that type of, of individual, that type of person, you know, who is. Uh, Isn't it Sprout? Perf- uh, Bra- professor, yep. professor Sprout. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Because yeah, she's got like a good personality and she's she seems pleasant to be around. But she, then she kind of almost gets distracted and kind of caught up in in, in stuff and in, in her books or learning or whatever, um, you know. So she's she's neat. and will be important and we're going to see so we see her with the girls now and then we will kind of come across her later on she's going to join up with rand yeah so uh okay chapter 13 uh from stone to stone yeah everything changes right out of the gate uh (laughs) i mean you know that's when rand uh wakes up the next morning and finds that everyone's gone right everyone except (laughs) loyal and huron Everyone's gone, and then they see the stone that they fell asleep to is now upright and in the center of of the room, right? Mm-hmm. Of the, the hollow that they're in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we uh, we come to find it's a portal stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is pretty cool. I mean, this is the, you know how I I said right? I said this is coming. So li- like now we have portal stones. Okay, and you, you imagine it's a portal. It's a stone that takes you. There's a you know, this is a way in which you can go to. Like another, what is this? Another world? Is it another realm? Mm-hmm. Is it the same mm-hmm. time and place? Or, um, you know, what what is it a portal to? We, we can talk about that later. But uh, for now, yeah, it's definitely. It, it seems like they're in the same the same place, but yet not. You know, it, as you say, the stone is now uh, correct. Things look the coloration looks a little bit different, uh, but the land seems solid. And and so it's it's very very weird. They almost wonder if they're in a dream st- still, perhaps. So, yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. loyal says loyal thinks he. I mean, loyal knows what it is. I mean, well, he thinks he knows what it is, and then he figures it out. Yeah, yeah. Good old loyal. He knows, right? <laughs> <laughs> Loyal's great, man. I'm just he's a character. Who I'm just it, a lot of these characters. But I just, now I'm get, I I get it when everyone's like you know. And whenever I talk to anybody who who is a wheel of time enthusiast, it's like. Everyone's got their their group of characters, but they're also so good. I mean, that's what makes the story so great. And he's he's just he's he's totally one of these characters. He's just hard not to love. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and, and he he knows so much. So like in this example, when they're near that stone, um, you know, he says something. He he recalls, you know, some some Aes Sedai book that he was reading, and and he kind of reco- he, he he recalls this quote where he says. From stone to stone runs the lines of if between the worlds that might be and gives us some if you if you think about that for a little bit between the worlds that might be um, and so like a world of possibility or or an alternate reality or, or whatever you want to call it. So you start to think about that and you start to kind of wonder, is this is it real? Like, look, like, you know, to to what degree are they truly here? Um you know, and, 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 and all of that. So, yeah, and again, this was something from, it was sort of a remnant of the Age of Legends. These these stones somehow, um, the Aes Sedai during those times had maybe more control and understood more uh, about them. And there's like ruins. There's like these little uh, markings mm-hmm. too that you can look at and 
maybe they once could read and, uh, and, and use them in some way. So, so there's directions right. on them if you know how to read it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And so then, right, you know, like the void shatters, right? You know, like they, they, mm-hmm. after they, mm-hmm. they go into this void, right? And then, then, then the void shatters and then, uh, it's like into a thousand shards, right? And then that's when like Rand kind of staggers back from the stone, uh, and then Rand's like, I think he's using the power, right? It's like every time he's turning, yeah. it's like something's going on. He's like, uh, I mean, and they're, they, you know, they're 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 seeing things. It's like Rand's, um, you know, it's it's pretty much stuff that they talk about, like only a channeler could see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, because he's trying to figure out, like, I mean, he's he's guessing, right, that he's done this to them i mean he knows what he can do and then with loyal adding that tidbit in there about being i Sedai and these these being a, this being a, a device that could have been used during the age of legends yeah you start to think he, he's wondering all right i got to get us out of here i did something and i i don't even understand any of this stuff really so maybe it's something i did in my sleep you know during his dreams you know again we're getting all these connections where Egwene was surprising individuals in her dreams and and rand was uh so we had a woman who was looking in on Rand, and who seemed to be interested in him and Egwene saw that in in their dreams and then just you know when they awake in, in the next morning boom here we are uh we just happened to fall asleep next to a portal stone maybe had we not have been next to the stone we'd been all right but but yeah so so his his whole thing is i've got to get them back i've got to figure out a way to to get everybody back safely, almost like he feels a responsibility, you know, for, for kind of yeah. doing this to everybody. So. Yeah. 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 So, uh, okay. All right. Next chapter is Wolf brother. Uh, this is where Perrin gets to use his parents, a sniffer too, just in a different <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah. 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 He is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in Huron's Huron's absence, Parents uses his wolf sense of smell to track Fane, and Varen joins them, right? Uh, So Ingtar cannot believe that Rand, Huron, and Loyal are nowhere to be found, right? They just can't Mm -hmm. be gone, uh, and everyone's ready to go, but they wait to see if Uno can track the missing members. He can't, right? Uh, He says, you know, not a goat uh, kissing track, my lord. Um, but Ingtar will not accept that they have vanished. Three men and three horses do not just, they don't just vanish, right? Right, yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, so Matt uh, suggests that maybe they ran away. You know, you know the, the Shinarans do not take this well. Matt nearly lets slip of his uh, parents and Rand's conversation the day before. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Ingtar, Ingtar doesn't believe that Huron would just run away, nor Rand now that he knows his duty, right? So Ingtar is very angry that Huron has disappeared, and they have, uh, since they've depended on his tracking skills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really, like, like, what are you supposed to do? I mean, so so this whole thing, I mean, Huron was leading them. I mean, parents, sometimes when we, when we bounce to him, we're kind of getting confirmation that, yeah, we're on the right track, and he's sensing stuff, too. So now we're fully going to rely on him. And this is one of those head turners, right, where the Shannarans are kind of like, Perrin steps forward and he's like, I just, you know, like, I know, I, I, I know what's up. And it's, it's important to mention, too, Inktar is still in control. He's still number one. And I meant to mention it earlier, but when he tells Rand, his big thing to Rand is that you're my number two. You're second in command. So Rand was in, he, he was supposed to be in command of the whole bunch. If Inktar falls, it's on Rand and that's it. And it's kind of a cool 
I, I bring that up only because now they're kind of leaning on Perrin and everyone has their role to play inside of their 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 unit. Right. Um, Lord Lord Rand. As Lord Rand. Him. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Show him some respect. Man. Show, right. 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 <laughs> yeah. So so that's um, so I think that's interesting because and he, I have to while I'm on this train of thought here, I have to bring this up. So and again, I'm sorry, this is back a couple of chapters, but it's important that in this group, when Inktar is explaining to Rand that, you know, you're, you're second in command, Lord Algamar set this up with more rain. You know, I'm sure you'll do fine. And he says to him, honestly, you wouldn't have been my pick, but there's something else going on here. And, and so, you know, and, and he's telling Inktar, well, I don't want it. I'm not going to do it. You know, whatever. And he's like, you'll do what you must. You like, you'll do what you're, what's, what's required. Like you, you will essentially, um, Really cool, cool thing here, and I want people to remember this. I guess as you 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 think about Shinarans and you think about just sort of like the battles to come and fights that are going to take place. Uh, so everyone knows their order, and you basically, if your entire unit is is killed and it's down to like just five guys, they know who's next in line. When this guy dies, now you have the command. If if I die, I know this guy has the command. I don't know if you remember that part or not, but they get down to uh, Inktar kind of says if if it's down to one man. He's not just one man. He has the command yeah. of the, you know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, shoot. So it's not just that you're the last man standing. It's that, no, you have the command of this unit in this field. You're in control now. Like, the decisions are on you. And I thought to myself, I was like, that's it. It's like you you haven't lost hope and despair. And I, I thought that was so, when I was, I was kind of rereading today and thinking about some things that I thought were really cool. And I was like, that's important. That's important that that's sort of in their culture and ingrained in their minds that when you fight against the shadow, that may be what it comes down to. It may be that you're the last man standing, but but fear not, you know, you're in command now. You've been elevated in some way. So there's that, which is which is just cool, because now you see Perrin kind of having to take over uh, Huron's role and and is a little reluctant to do so. But but definitely now. um, People are starting to kind of figure out, you know, the Shinarans are looking at him like, you have an ability like this? Like, what? This is this is bizarre. And here's something else, Sir Matt. Um, when at first the Aes Sedai are a little interested in Huron, and, and they will continue, Varen especially will be interested in him and his abilities, uh, they're, they're ancient. Whatever this gift or this talent is, there's a couple of these things that stand out, right? So Min, for example, their interest in her, they don't understand how her gift or her talent shows up. Huron, same same type of thing. And Perrin, these are both mm-hmm. things that are like, we're talking like uh, things that are before the Age of Legends. Like this was legendary stuff to those right, that lived because, in the Age right, of Legends. Because, yeah, when they when they talk about, um, you know, when, when Moraine finds out, like when they all kind of get back together, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, member and the, and the, and Rand runs into the room and they're all kind of there and they're oh, okay kind of figuring everything else that's going on. Moraine is like, hold on a second, you have yellow eyes. Like this is like a big deal, like big deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, um, man, and, and this is kind of it, like yeah, it's tough for for parent to reveal this information. So they don't know where Rand went or loyal or Huron, but he says like, he at least couldn't find the horn. He can locate mm-hmm. the horn and keep them on that trail. And they're guessing that Rand will also be pursuing the horn. And it's funny because it's the last chapter, that's sort of what Rand says is that we're going in this direction. Huron, do you still have the scent? And boom, they both kind of keep following the same, the same line essentially in different worlds. 
So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's jump to chapter fifteen, Kinslayer. Right. Uh. You know, this is where Rand follows the trail of the Dark Friends and has a dream with Balzamon. Man, Balzamon's just always showing up in Rand's dreams. All right. <laughs> no, dude. I know. <laughs> I mean, give the guy uh, a break. Right. He can't get some sleep, man. He's got to get some sleep. He, but, yeah. You know. Yeah, so so this is where things get really kind of interesting, right? Because this is where Rand, Loyal, and Huron uh, follow the faint trail in the unknown land. They're trying to figure out where they're at, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, the strange way that the distant hill seems to slide toward Rand makes him dizzy, but the only way to avoid it is to be wrapped in the void, something which he wishes to avoid. Huron is focused on the trail as if he was trying to ignore the land that the trail crossed and Loyal has drawn in on himself. Uh, they land, uh, they, the land they ride across is charred and burnt, but only in certain places. They all run east uh, to west and are thicker in the middle than at the ends. Rand thinks of um, Watley uh, Eldon uh, painting a cart and how the charred patches looked as though someone had streaked it uh, with a monstrous brush of fire. The rest of the land looks dead. Uh, there's no birds, animals, anything in there. Uh, they say the water is safe to drink, but it tastes flat and boiled. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So they're they're definitely in an odd, in an odd place. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they, they definitely are. And it's um, everything about it sort of makes them all kind of queasy and, and feel different. Um, like they shouldn't be there or, or like it's, uh, it's, it's odd. And it, it, that's a great way to describe the water though. I mean, you kind of know what that, that tastes like and you're sort of like, this is, eh, it's not what it should be. And, and, and so that's, that's upsetting. Um, but yeah, it's but like, yeah. it's like when I drink, it's like when I drink Coke instead of Pepsi, it's flat. Right. Just... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Let's see. Some interesting things happen here, though, right? So uh, Rand is giving the orders to follow the dark friends, as you say. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. So Huron tells them that there's something strange about the trail. Um, it's like I'm remembering it, Lord Rand, instead of smelling it. So that was That's weird. weird. So things yeah. seem kind of backwards, right? Um, there are other trails of violence crossing their own trail. So you go back to this is a, a maybe a world of what could be or what may have been or or whatever this sort of if 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 world you know in in between worlds almost like a, a world of possibilies and he's i think huron's being thrown by these other scents and it's sort of hard to to keep track of everything so i mean at least at least it you know at, at first right. um so yeah and and there's yeah so that's that's interesting um yeah yeah, so so they so they yeah so the so they make camp right, uh, and that's a, right, and then that's when Rand is the first to to take watch. Uh, you know, he's thinking about put on Fane, and he keeps hearing this voice in the wind. Right, it's like uh, it's never over, Althor. Yeah. Um, you know, so he's 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 doing all this as they as he falls to sleep. Right, this is when he starts to have the the dream of Balzbon, Right. Uh, every name you've ever used through age after age, long before you were even the Kinslayer, right? Um, y- you know, you. This is when this is when we're starting to get maybe that kind of loose Theron Randall Thor connection. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. For sure. 
Yeah, for sure. Like he's he's starting to um yeah, that that hint right there that he's known him by by various names um and he's he's looking at his companions. He's really trying to figure out who this who I mean, well, here's something weird, right? He knows Luce Theron. Okay, so you can tell mm-hmm. Balsamon kind of has a history there and has a history with him maybe being reborn uh, or, or the, the attempts for the pattern to kind of, you know, bring, bring someone forward. And now he's trying to figure out who Rand is and, 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 and the combination of the two. And he, and he kind of walks over to Huron, he walks over to Loyal, realizes that, that he has strange companions. And I thought it was really cool, just because when, when I think of a fellowship or you think of a, a, a band of heroes, you know, you, you've got different members to play different roles. It's not just one leader. Like oftentimes the dark side, if you will, they have uh, and I like Robert Jordan's dark side group because it's very diverse. It's 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 interesting. But a lot of times you have like the great dark lord and then a bunch of minions, just overwhelming number of minions and then you have a few generals and stuff but like like that that one band of heroes that's moving along you've got so many different characters so much so much diversity and and everybody who who's playing a role and and if you're into knowledge and maps and in in histories then you're attracted to loyal and you think he's cool and and good and kind-hearted if it's matt you know matt's this rambunctious sort of uh you know, shoot from the hip type of guy, and and he's, right. he's pretty funny. So yeah, you, you got all these different characters to to kind of connect to, and so kind of neat that Balsamon is pointing that out, and he's inquiring that you know there's this girl who tries to watch over you, and that confuses him. You know, he's thinking mm-hmm. of Moraine, but right. we remember, I mean, not too long ago, and actually we didn't cover it in real great great detail, but Egwene actually tries to go to the other Aes Sedai. Or maybe that's even coming up, right? She, no, no, it was. Yeah. It was in that last chapter. Yeah, part of, we talked. Well, we did talk about the, the dream she has, but yeah, you're right. She goes to all these other eyes to die, and she's saying, "I have Rand's in trouble. Rand is in that's trouble," right. and they kind of brush her off. They're like, "Ah, yeah, it's fine." <laughs> it's like yeah. oh, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and and so you, you start to realize, and some of those eyes to die will start to realize that hmm, this is not going away, and this is not. They start to say things like, "We haven't had a dreamer in the tower for however many years, a true dreamer." Uh, and so you're like, what is that? And and we, we learn more about that for sure because it's concerned Balsamon. He's definitely taken off guard by her, and, and it appears that she's someone who's watching over Rand and is very concerned. So, right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, the, the only other thing that happens in this that is interesting that we should probably point out, um, so he's trying to convince him to serve the Dark One, and basically, you know, again, as, as Moraine told them, and, and, and again, I will tell all of our listeners as well, right? So... Here, here, here's here's the advice. You have to deny the Dark One. Okay, I know Nick would disagree with me on this one, mm-hmm. but deny him and all of his power. He has no power. Okay, so you, you, I deny you, and I deny your power. Is what he says to him, and uh, he keeps trying to convince him to come over. Promises of immortality, sheltering him from madness. That this power can be yours. And it, what's weird is at one point it was like you're either going to serve me in life or you're going to serve me in death. Better to serve me in life now and serve me now versus die and then serve me in the afterlife i mean yeah so so there's that and and here's the big one so rand refuses to to follow him and this is right at the end of that chapter and the, it causes this fog to to catch fire and his sword glowed as if just drawn from the forge and uh it's 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 epic so he's 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 confronting him uh possibly drawing on maybe the power or something again and suddenly the fire is gone, and so is Balsamon. And when he wakes up, he has his hand is branded, 
right, with the heron from his sword. So we've been learning about this this heron mark, this heron marked blade, and now we have, you know, Rand is as he has a if you if he looks at his his hand, uh, there is a branded heron from his sword. So again, that was a dream, right? It, you know, so right. Matt, that's that's stuff that's happening. But there. that's been it's transferring over. I mean, it's that's but that's been the case. That's been the case, right? Is a lot of these dreams yeah. have been really more than just dreams. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Right. And so, it, it's one of the things I'll, I'll just say, and I, it, it's been briefly mentioned before this point, but the heron markings are really important, not only on the sword, but. Um, just in in a, in a lot of what Moraine and others are are looking for, so that's pretty pretty significant. We need to kind of you know hone in on that, and we're going to come back to that later. So that that's a, that's an important important part. So yeah. Uh, all right, next chapter, chapter sixteen, in the mirror of darkness, Rand and company encounter a mysterious woman, Celine. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, before that happens, though, you know, Rand, Loyal, and Huron—that's when they leave the camp, uh, the campsite, and then Loyal notices that mark that's on Rand's hand, right? Uh, he sees, you know, thinking it's right, it's an injury. Rand does not welcome Loyal's concern over the uh, over over the injury. Mm-hmm. So, as they're traveling, they come across a tapering column that they believe could be Ardor Hawkwing's spire for his victory against the Trollocs. You know, despite the fact that it had been torn down many years before. But as they ride closer, there's a bird visible on the spire, and Rand believes that's Ardor Hawkwing's hawk. Mm-hmm. But uh, they get there and they find out it's it's you know it's it's a raven. So there's a lot of things they're th- they're starting to think. Oh, this is connected to Ardor Hawkwing. This is connected. Um, and then they find uh, a woman that's cornered by a creature, right? A yes. Grollum, right? Yeah. Grollum, Grollum, yeah, yeah, gr- yeah, Grollum, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he tries to kill it by shooting an arrow, but um, it doesn't work. Only angering the beast as it charges at him after the woman's urging. He uses the void and shoots the arrow in the eye, killing it. So then this is when they meet uh, the woman, and they talk about this woman as if she's like the single most beautiful <laughs> woman. Even Loyal is like, oh. I mean, she's the, the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. Right, right, right. They're they're stuttering, they're they're stammering, they're, they're trying to... I mean, I think at one point you look at this, right? <laughs> I don't know. I I hope they they do this with with some comedy or so. I don't know, but but at one you know Rand is maybe uh, they're engaged. This is an odd world that they're in, anyways. And I almost wonder if maybe it's amplified because of that. Um, I mean, again, I I know that she's 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 just absolutely beautiful and and stunning. And there's there's more to it than that, though. I'll just say she she's great. I I love this character so much, but um. You, you look at Rand, and then I imagine the TV show. You flash over to to Huron, and his mouth is just hanging open. You know, he's just <laughs> like, what, what is this? It's almost like a cartoon, you know, um, because they just can't. The, there's and Rand talks about his internal feelings. He feels compelled to do things for her, like he wants to do whatever she wants him to do. Like she's he's he's very much just like yeah, we got to do that or 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 whatever. And um, the, like. Yeah, it's 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 weird. They're almost like they lose track of time a little bit, and and they're 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 definitely thrown off. Um, and it's it's interesting because Rand does have a thought when she's yelling at him. She's giving him instructions as to how to kill that monster, right? How how to kill that Grolm, and it's to shoot it in the eye. And and he wouldn't have. I mean, again, he's a great shot, but if that's where you needed to shoot it, and that information is provided for you, that's interesting. How how, how did we know that? You know, who who are you? Um. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's interesting. Um, and she seems to know quite a bit. At one point, I think Rand even asked her, correct me if I'm wrong, I think he asked her about whether or not she's an Aes Sedai or something. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and she, doesn't, she doesn't necessarily take offense to it, but she's like, no, uh, definitely Yeah, strongly not. no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a strong enough no that, like, she's not mad at him, but don't ever ask that again type of thing. You know, I mean. Right. So it, 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 was, it was a pretty strong no. Um, but she does have information that it's it's makes us wonder who, I mean, she's. Who is she? She's not there's just, some, she's there's, not just de- yeah. there's yeah, there's definitely something going on. And then it may not entirely be this chapter, but good God, does she is she interested in Rand? Yeah. Yeah. She she's always praising him uh, and, and telling him, you know, um just how good he is. And she's asking about, you know, really how is he so good with his bow and and what is it that he, you know, when she hears about him seeking the void and and some of that terminology, she's very fascinated by that. Because um, right. I mean, because yeah, right. Because because uh, we're in chapter sixteen, but really seventeen. Um, mm-hmm. So there's there is one Egwene chapter, but the, seventeen and nineteen, they're all they all kind of happen together, and it's yes. all with yeah. it's all this this group. So I think we could probably talk about all all three of these chapters, and then just finish with Egwene. Egwene yeah, that's and, fine. And that's fine. So we can yeah. skip the Egwene. Yeah, yeah, that's fine because. Here we are. Um, you know, one thing that she she notes is her terminology for stuff is different. So she's calling the the void um, one. Yeah, because uh, yeah, okay, not, not cool. I, yeah. Don't want to interrupt you here, real quick, because the only thing. Yeah. Well, let's, let's. I'll just talk br- briefly about the Egwene chapter. Then we can talk about all three at once. Oh, right. Fine, so yeah. The, yeah. So just see so the Egwene chapter. They're just kind of training. They're they're having more mm-hmm. more lessons. They're pushing themselves a little bit further. Um, I mean that's basically kind of there's nothing really um big that kind of happens happens yeah, yeah. In, in, in that it's just kind of further it's just kind of further training so i just i do i just want to mention that real quick but then we, we can yeah, so, extended yeah we, we, we yeah yeah extended. okay exactly yeah. and then and then we can kind of talk about the re- these final three chapters that yeah. all, all go with this yeah 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 for sure for sure because this is this is fascinating i mean um we, we kind of you, you can tell in the writing style we're going to catch back up with Egwene and those guys later um but yeah she she's definitely a, a Man, she seems to know a lot about this world that they're in. So Celine again, we're talking about her, uh, and and she's she's guiding, urging Rand. It's weird because we, the reader, now are. It's almost pretty obvious, actually, that she has some influence or something because you you almost see Rand as if he's shaking off like some type of. I hate to say it like this, but I mean, like he's shaking off like like, like was he in a spell? Is he spellbound by her? Like some love? Like is is he is he intoxicated? Is it love at first sight? I mean, what is it that he is? You know, he he really really likes this individual. There's something about her that's just so appealing, right. and you'll see him shake it off once in a while. And you don't really see the other characters do. I that mean, she's. Co- I mean, well. I mean, yeah, she's coming on to him. I'm talking strong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yes. And he's kind of thinking, ah, I got Egwene. You know, I can't. I still. Well, still. yeah. And, and remember how he, how he thinks about uh, this happens all the time. He was like, oh, I wish Perrin were here. You know, Pe- Perrin would. They know always what do that, to her. right? Perrin. Yeah. Per- Rand's always like, I wish Perrin were here. Perrin knows how to talk to girls. And Perrin's always like, I wish Rand were here. Rand knows how to talk to girls. Exactly. Exactly. So we, that that was one of my best polls, I think, which is, you know, which which of them, uh, you know. Who, who can talk to girls better, right? <laughs> uh, we'll kind of keep exploring that as we go throughout the series. But yeah, it, it's, you know, he's, he's wanting some guidance in here, navigating this. He's a young man trying to figure out, what what do I do? Um, and, and she's pulling on some, 
you know, various things, she's basically talking about glory and talking about like, well, at first I, I take that back. So right now we're, we're not quite there, but yet she, she's trying to move them in the right direction. And she, she's getting them to, I mean, she knows about these Grom and she knows that they have their scent. There's, that was a small pack. There's going to be more coming later. So, you know, get ready. Here's, here's sort of what we should do. Right. And, and that's, odd so um they get to another stone though right so they gather around uh, like another stone he moves there and and rand is trying to seek the void and 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 channel a little bit right because he because he's trying to get them out of this right world that yeah. they're in yeah so so he's there and he's he's, he's um said that he was one with the portal stone so and it allowed for for the four of them to return to the real world um mm-hmm. And when he gets there, though, uh, he he lets go of Saidine regretfully. Like he doesn't actually. Um, it's something he wants to keep pulling on. And remember, I, I had said earlier, Varen and others had warned Egwene and Nynaeve that the power is intoxicating. It's something that when when you draw upon it, you're going to want more, and to be careful because you could burn yourself out. And, and so that's something that he's kind of experiencing, but. Really, that whole we're going to come back to portal stones because there is actually a lot of stuff that that goes on that I think is pretty cool with portal stones, especially in this book as a whole, and what he's doing at them, what he's thinking about, what they actually represent and mean, and and Celine's connection and her ability to recognize some of the markings. By the way, on the stone is is crazy, and even Rand's yeah. sort of ability to do that is is remarkable. Um, and yeah, and, and you know the thing that really the thing about her that really st- stands out to me though is she is like pushing for him to go get this horn and pushing for him yeah. to kind of use his power and really kind of put all these things. He's like, I don't want anything to do with it, right? And she's like, but think of the think of the glory to the one that comes, you know, with 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 the horn, right? I mean, think of the think of everything you could be. I yeah, mean, she's, exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, she's pushing him in that direction. You're right. Exactly. Exactly. She's she she really is um like like almost ambitious, but she's also playing up this sort of like oh gosh, almost like I mean, no, she's not a farm girl. She's she she looks like she's no, she's definitely not. Yeah, you know. But but at the same time, she's playing. She has a little bit of this, or she's letting out a little bit of this this uh, line of innocence where it's like, wouldn't that be great? And thanks for saving me. And it's almost like mm-hmm. she's like a like she's in distress and is saved and. But yet, let me urge you along. Um, yeah, for us, the reader, we just know it's pretty abrupt. And and we, we know how things have developed with Lan and Nynaeve and Ran and Egwene. And uh, that development didn't happen very quick. And this seems to all be coming on fast. So, yeah. you know, I, it's it's making us a little bit like, you know, leery, I guess. Right. Of, yeah. Of I mean, yeah. Thing. I mean, yeah. So if you go to the if you go to the chapter, chapter 19, right, this is where they actually end up getting the horn. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, they're they're having, you know, Rand's like stammering, talking to her and stuff like that. You know, like, oh, I don't know. It wouldn't be proper. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, but and she's yeah. she's talking about the glory that will come to the one who has the horn. You can be the next Ardor Hawkwing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, the, we, we know, as we kind of said, that when they, they get it, she's able to read the description on it and translates it which hey 
the grave is no bar to my call. That's where right. Have we heard that, where have we heard that before, right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, right? But, uh, I mean, she's the one. She's able to transcribe it. So there's definitely something more to this lady. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, and and this is this is a pretty cool um you know moment where where he takes back the horn he does some some sneaking and and he gets up I mean he is right in the thick of this and it's actually when you really at least for me on 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 a reread when I go back and I think about Thane's character and I think about the power uh that that's just what's going on with him and, and the craziness to all of this and and how he he keeps talking to you know talking about meeting. Uh, Rand on Toman Head, and later on, like you know, on Almuth Plain and these different places, you're like, we haven't heard, we haven't been there yet. We don't really even know what that's all about. So for this to go down right now, you know, I, I, well, I let me ask you a question, Sir Matt. Did you think, I guess, in your reading, that we were going to get the horn back this quick? No, I thought that I thought we, I didn't think we were going to get the horn. If you got, if you go back a couple episodes, I thought that it, that was how this book would end. Yeah, yeah, is, right. Is is that we'd get it? And it's back, right? I mean, they, you know, he's 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 able to get it back from it, which is which is, uh, <laughs> which which I is mean, crazy. unless unless it's going to be, unless, I mean, you know, unless it's going to be like, oh, then it's stolen back from them, and it's like the a back and forth a back and forth type thing, and so that's the whole book is about the hunt for the horn, both the good guys and the bad guys. Right. Yes. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Now, now remember, they're they're still separated from the group. So they, right. they are now. Here's something they're way they're way off in their own in in some different place. Yeah. So so what did you think about? So again, they both were on this same trail, okay. And you know the Shinarans when they were all together, they were trying to catch up to Pot on Fane and 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 his Trollocs and Dark Friends, and they're moving quickly. Now all of a sudden, they're on top of them. When they come out of the Portal Stone, they're like right near them. I mean, it's 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 almost like they kind of uh, leaped over, like like, like they right. they you, you know what I'm saying, like because when mm-hmm. you go back now, uh, like like later on, we'll, you'll look at where the other group is. It's odd. It's odd about kind of where their their positioning is at, you know, and, and how Rand was sort of able to to keep up and and sense Pot on Thane and and do his whole thing here and get the and get the dagger back. Um, but yeah, it, this is something though. It upsets Fane like crazy. I mean, he goes nuts, um, and and so they 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 you know, um, it's 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 kind of kind of wild. So <laughs> they, they they turn. They're they're running out of there, right? Um, and, and actually, Rand turns and fights some more Trollocs. So we're starting to see him level up and actually just like you know fighting skills with his blade. Yeah, so I, I think he kills, kills. I think he kills like six Trollocs this this chapter. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was pretty neat. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, you're slowly getting more and more of Rand's training. I mean, you go, I mean, I still remember when he accidentally kills a Trolloc and now, yeah. oh, it's, he can take a few on. And then, but yeah, I mean, if you go back, he was, he's been training with Lan um, and you know, he uses the power at the end of the first book. And so, yeah, you're, as you're right, you know, think of it like a game, like he's leveling up. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You know, I forgot something I forgot about this. It's kind of cool is, is that chest is super heavy and I forgot that they used loyal to, to grab it and pick it up and, and, and carry the chest just because it's loyal can run as fast as a horse, man. I mean, he, and he, he's got, he can also carry that chest, which is, which is pretty crazy. 
so yeah, because they they sneak in there. You learn more about the nature of Trollocs, which is actually pretty cool too. That they that they often do are lazy and and give up, and it's actually a connection to like orcs in in Tolkien's work. Oftentimes, like if their leader was killed, um, if the captain of the orcs was was killed in Middle Earth, you know they they might split and and didn't scatter, and you didn't really have to fight a whole group of them. You just really had to kill uh, the person who was in charge of them. Same type of thing. You know, these Trollocs seem. I mean, they're they're kind of you know again uh, bent on killing, but they're a little lazy and they're not the best guards. They're not the best at at you know various duties unless it's just you know rage and and killing. So that's important to keep in mind, I guess, as as you move forward. Like they're not really the mind at all. It's why they're typically accompanied by a, a murderer or you know a, a fade. So that was that was neat to get some insight there. And then the other thing that was interesting is is Rand brings up the dagger. Um, he, he he's he wants to take the horn directly back to um, Valdara, right back to Shinar, yeah. and and instead, so they don't know where everyone else is. And it's it's essentially it's Celine who convinces him to press on to Kyrian, so that's where they're going to go, yeah, yeah, and they're going to yeah, wait. You cannot, for yeah, you cannot go back now. You are committed. Yes, yeah. So she's really persuasive. I mean, and she's she's oftentimes she's really pushing him in in this direction. It seems a lot like Moraine at first. At, at, at just a quick cursory glance at this, you might think that maybe she's doing what what Moraine wasn't willing to do. You know, right. it is it, sort of pushed. I mean, Moraine's taking this opposite approach of let him do what he wants. And here's Celine coming in saying, you know, I'm going to, I don't know. I mean, she definitely catches his eye and then is right. trying yeah. to, to use that. I mean, really, right? I mean, that's, that, that's in the book. I mean, there, there's, it's there. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just interesting. So that's pretty much it. I mean, major, major takeaways on this is just, I think, the, 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 the portal stones are fascinating, that whole world and learning about these different abilities. I mean, you can see how this quickly goes to, like, this, this higher levels of fantasy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, I mean, we've gone way up in the ranks of high fantasy. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, that, and that's where, and really, again, to me, it's just all these new characters. We just keep getting introduced to new and new characters, and now we have this Celine character who it's like, every, it's like, Every time, you know, some some stories, uh, it's n it's not necessarily the characters, but something happens in the plot that's like a game changer. Okay, all right, boom. Okay, now this has happened, and this is going to be what the story revolves around for the next um, chapters. But in this man, it's like it's like a new character comes in and everything changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I mean, know. It's, it, yeah, and and as we're uh, the pace at which we're reading this too. I mean, you know, I thought. Uh, it's going to take forever, but not really. I think we're on a really good pace here because I mean, it just, it just feels like every, well, every time, every time I'm just like, Oh no, I, I still feel like we just met loyal. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. 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 I, th I think, I think it's good. Cause you're, you're definitely going to move through the series. And, and again, there's, there's stuff we've said before that we're, we're going to maybe not be able to spend as much time on. And that's okay. Cause th the hope is we get a lot of this in before, you know, the, the, the show comes out and we'll, be able to kind of gauge that and look at that and, and react to it and then continue on with, with our initial read um, for Matt and a, and a, and a reread for me. And, and, you know, down the line, it's like th this, it's such a great series to reread. I'll say that from experience. And I know right now Matt is loving this. I love when I get the text just about where he's at. And I'm like, Oh, and I, I start literally start rubbing my hands. I'm just like, here we go. <laughs> you know, like, yep. Yeah. Like, I, know. Here, here I, text, we go. I texted, I, I texted you, uh, 
uh, earlier today because I was just plowing through the last chapter. Uh, and I was just like, my God, Celine and Rand. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, here's something. I mean, for, like straight up. I mean, we're, we're not just saying this, you know, so if anybody's kind of, you know, like, I don't know, maybe if you didn't pay close enough attention to some of the stuff that happens between those two characters, she literally is is like, you know, uh, wishing to clean her dress and she's looking through his bags for a short uh, for, for a shirt and he's saying mm-hmm. things like you know it, it just wouldn't be proper he's got this sort <laughs> right, of like yeah. oh no remember how embarrassed he was when he was in the and like the women all came in and they changed his wardrobe and they're like strip take everything off he's like what what <laughs> it's just hysterical to see to, to see the awkwardness right that you're like uh uh i don't i don't i don't get it Anytime you get those blending of like what's acceptable in one culture versus not here, what's proper here is not proper there. I always think it's kind of funny and it's 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 just humorous because you know it's just it is what it is, you know. And, and people are just you know you're you're blending those lines and you're you're <laughs> so Rand struggling with that is is comical. He's just like uh, I don't th- right. I think well, it's it's idea. also because it's also because he's this girl's coming on to him strong and uh, he's thinking of Egwene too at the same time. So it's like oh yeah uh, yeah yeah such a dilemma yeah right yeah. There's that there's that going on as well. Yeah. What what would she call me? You know what would she think? Oh my goodness. I mean, can you imagine too? By the way, I mean, really, if she were here, you know, and there wasn't any of that stuff going on with her in dreams like if she saw these interactions happening what would she actually say yeah i mean mean, she's literally i mean she's literally asking him to help her take off like her shirt i mean right i mean it's like pretty much uh, i mean i mean well i mean he she is right i mean thank you her hands went behind her back to the buttons uh he realized eyes wide open he spun away from her (laughs) if you could help me with these it'd be much easier Rand clears his throat it would not be proper right it's it isn't as if we're promised or uh you know stop thinking about (laughs) yeah i mean like i mean (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh good old rand and that this is the uh this is where where, you you fall in love with these characters you really do and and you really get to watch them kind of grow up right. and See, it's just, yeah it's he turns fun, around you know? yeah he turns around and the words died in his mouth her dress lay across her arm and she was wearing his shirt hanging in baggy folds on her right i mean you know yeah yeah they didn't finish it all you, you fill in the blank for yourself there but yeah it, it, it's it's yeah so i'm imagining Egwene losing her mind by the way like oh my not, god yeah i Egwene mean would be losing, Egwene would be literally yeah. losing her mind right now they always talk about traditions right you know a girl's braided hair and and what did that signify when you could braid your hair and all that kind of stuff and when right. Nynaeve tells like later on i'm not the wisdom anymore and unbraids her hair you know the whole thing like yeah i mean they okay, have these i mean customs. literally i, I mean yeah. literally i mean, just just listen to this right Can we, let's just talk about Go this, ahead. Right? yeah yeah okay let me, let me just let me let me just read this here. Right, um, he turned uh, the words out of his mouth. You know, uh, yeah, uh, the shirt hangs, uh, and she wore his shirt hanging in the baggy folds on her. It was a, a long-tailed shirt made for his height, but she was tall for a woman. The bottom of it came a little more than halfway down her thighs. It was not as if he had never seen a girl's legs before, but girls in the two rivers always uh, tied up their skirts, uh, you know, to go wading in the water. Uh, but they stopped doing it well before they were old enough to braid their hair. You know, uh, the moon- moonlight seemed to make her skin glow. What is it you don't know, Rand? The sound of her voice unfroze his joints. With a loud cough, he whirled to face the other way. I, uh, think, uh... <laughs> I mean, he's literally, like, stuttering. He's like, uh, you don't oh, know. Yeah. Like, 
I know, I know. It's 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 actually funny. Uh, it's it, again, you, you know, I imagine like th- this is right. the then stuff. She she touches his back. And he says he almost like squeaks, like uh, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's something in the show. They've got it. That's that's a spot for humor. It's something right. we'll laugh at. And we'll grin and we'll be like, oh boy, here we go. Uh, right. And it, it's it's good writing. I mean, Robert Jordan. It's it's actually really. Um, I think it's it's. I don't know. I just. I, when you listen to interviews with him and, and he talks about like some of these things that were really like he draws a lot on just human experience in life and, and you know, those transitional, you know, uh, phases we go through and stuff that we're learning and you're growing up and it's like, it's just funny. Yeah, so. it's great. It's great. It's great. You're just yeah. reading it and you're just, just like grinning and laughing. I mean, the whole time. Yeah, I mean, literally, you, you're laughing because he's he's the, the, like the, like he's blushing and and Rand's trying to figure the whole thing out. You're even laughing too when you know back when Perrin was was watching Egwene dance and thinking about what would Rand think and what should he do and he was he's not right. good with talking you know with with girls and stuff. Just well, I mean, till, you, well, yeah. you know, and I, I mean, one part of this is that they is that they're, they're growing up. I mean, there's that there's oh, that, yeah, that's yeah, definitely yeah. part of it too. Yeah, yeah. I, all I'm gonna say, and for anyone who has who has who was listening and who has read the series before, I sure I'm sure people are sitting there saying, "Oh, just wait," <laughs> because like there's so there's so much more uh, to to like the romances and stuff. Just I mean, I'll just say Matt's character alone is I I love him so much. Right. He's so great. But yeah, oh gosh. So yeah, real real good batch of chapters and 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 fun stuff and. And yeah, and we'll and we'll cover more of the, uh, some of that Egwene and you stuff in the um, yes, yeah, especially that yeah. chapter that that chapter eighteen where they're where they're where they're training. So yeah, because we got to get more familiar with some of the Aes Sedai and their their names and their Ajas and and power, you know what they can and can't do. Um, there's a lot of uh, rigidity there to to that uh, group rules and things that it's important. That he slowly introduces you to a lot of that, and I think it'll be good for us in extended edition to to go over all that. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Well, as uh, I think that is, is that it for us today? I mean, yeah. So, uh, you know, again, it kind of, uh, it's been kind of a crazy, just everything that's going on in the world, uh, friends, you know, there's just been so much happening and uh, it's been a lot, it's been a big transition for, I think everyone. And yeah, so I'm, I've been kind of behind, I've been transitioning. Those of you that don't know, I, I teach high school and uh, it's just been a little different. So I'm just trying to, I'm trying to figure some things out and some every week we're getting updates on different things we have to do. So sometimes this, this week I just kind of got you know, so many things and Sir Matt knows this just kind of popped up today and, and stuff, but um, definitely wanted to make sure we got this, got this out to you guys today and, and, and everything. So we'll go over, you know, Patreon uh, comments and, and things like that uh, later on and, and get back after that. And really, again, Anyone who wants to send me a poll topic, I'm telling you right now, I would love some funny, interactive polls. Uh, it would just, I'm, I'm asking for that. I'm, I'm, I'm making the, the, you know, sounding the horn, hoping that people will answer the call and, and send me some of those because I want to have some more fun with those folks over on, on Twitter. But um, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's great. And uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for, for, to, for today. And we'll right. uh, see you guys with the, you know, ex- extended edition. So. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, we want to thank you for answering the call. In our next episode, we will be discussing chapters 20 through 29. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a message at thehornofvalier at gmail.com. We will see you soon. And remember that the grave is no bar to our call.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.